Hey everybody, welcome to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with your host, licensed Christian counselors, Dr. Kim and Naomi. Each episode, you will hear the truth of the Word of God in a relaxed, real, and authentic conversation that help you navigate the issues in life and help you stay in the lane God has for you. So grab your coffee and listen to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with Dr. Kim and Naomi. Naomi. Yes. Wow. Wow, what? I don't know. How are you? <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> I'm good. You know, this morning I was um, working out and I always have my, my Christian music. I don't like the music that the lady plays. Um, Who's so the lady? I, Heather Robertson. Robertson? Yeah, Heather Robertson. She Who's she? YouTube and I really like her workouts. Oh, okay. It's a workout lady. Okay. Okay. You kind of scared me. I thought there was some lady in your workout room. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You know, the lady. Yeah, no. That did sound weird. It did. No, I was by myself. Okay. I thought I was by myself. Listen to this. Oh, my goodness. So, I'm <laughs> doing my workout, and so I, but I have my music on, okay? Uh-huh. Christian music on on my Spotify, and I have the video going. And my husband likes to just walk in real quietly. Oh. He does it all the time. That would scare okay. me. So it's in the middle of the day, you know? So, like, he's at work. Everybody's gone. Right. I'm downstairs working out, you know. You think by and yourself. Then, and, yeah. And then um, I, of course, am scared. And he just laughs, you know. Because he, he thinks he it's funny. Yeah. But he acts like. I'm just walking in my house. But, you know, he walks all creepy and quiet. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But after he left and he kissed me goodbye, I was like, started giggling because I realized what I say when I'm scared. And then I started wondering, I wonder what other people say when they're scared. Because I go, God, have mercy on me. I don't know why I do that. But I was like, that's a good thing to actually say. That is good because there's no way that I say I that, I always Naomi. say, God, have mercy on me. It just comes <laughs> out that way? <laughs> yes. Have mercy on me. I say, God, have mercy on me. Girl, you know what? When someone is somebody... What do you say? I start swinging my arms if I'm scared. <laughs> no, I'm like... I like curl up and I'm like, God, have mercy on me. No, I... I, I probably, and then I started... That's what made me start giggling. Like I think I would laugh too, actually. But that's it's a good funny. thing. It is a good thing. But it's very funny that that's what you you just go to. Where I, I'm swinging my arms if somebody scares me. Like, wah! <laughs> that's what I would do. Yeah, no. Uh-uh. Okay. I'm glad that that's in me. Because I'm, I'm... I obviously can't her to fly and then i'm asking for god to have some mercy have on some you. mercy and protect me so there you go okay well, what do you guys all say when you're scared i probably don't want to hear all of them no no because you know we're fleshy and sometimes things come out that shouldn't right, right? yeah i am a sinner naomi <laughs> we'll just say god have mercy on me okay i'm gonna try to remember that okay Anyways. Wow. So here we are. <laughs> yes. Another podcast day. Yeah. And we're going to talk about hardships. Yeah. Specifically, Jesus and the prayer, uh, or the pr- specifically the prayer in the garden that Jesus yeah. said. 
Yeah. Very important. Because this obviously was his biggest hardship and tribulation. Oh, it was terrible. This was the biggest. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. None of us could have ever done. No. No. But I found great comfort in um, a verse that I know I've read, but it, it had new meaning for me as I read it recently. Mm. Um, and it, it again, it brought me comfort because my mind does wander <laughs> into things like, wow, look at those people that were martyred and or the people that have been tortured for Christ. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, I'm always like, Lord, please let me be faithful to the end. Yes. Don't, don't let me falter or, you know, not be faithful. Right. No matter what happens to me. Right. Or even no matter what happens to my family. Because you hear so many horrible stories, you know, and it's just yeah, heartbreaking. And it I've is. always thought, how in the world do they endure that? Because you know why? They're not using their own strength. That's right. They're and not. And this is where I got such a huge revelation of that. When, um, actually, I wasn't even reading it. I think I was just talking to my daughter about something else. And obviously, you know, coming off of this Holy Week, um, the sermons at church have been about, you know, right. leading up to Jesus' crucifixion mm-hmm. and then him uh, being raised. So there's been some really good points brought out. So it made me dig a little deeper. And so I guess it was fresh in my mind. I shared it with my daughter. And she's like, I don't remember reading that, Mom. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I was like, no, it's there. Should we so read I it? So I went and dug up the scripture. Because then I, again, started doubt myself. Like, Why'd you doubt I yourself? Up to, I know. And it was, surely it was there. Right. Yeah. Let's read it. Okay. Let's just read the prayer in the garden. And this is going to be in Luke 22. And we are going to go through verses 39 through 46. Okay, go ahead. Okay. It says, Coming out, he went to the Mount of Olives as he was accustomed, and his disciples also followed him. When he came to the place, he said to them, Pray that you may not enter into temptation. Do we want to stop there? Yeah, because um, who actually prays? Which we should be, obviously, because Jesus is telling them to do this. Who prays to say, Lord, don't let me be tempted. Don't let me enter in temptation. Well, We're always like, Lord, help me get out of this mess or what about the, save me. Or, what about the Lord's Prayer where it says, uh, and lead me not into temptation. We should be praying that. Yeah, yeah. Before we get there. <laughs> exactly. You know? Exactly. Before we get there, so we're not like crying out for mercy while we're in it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Good point. Okay, 41. And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's throw, and he knelt down and prayed, saying, Father, if it is your will, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Let me just make a point here. Yeah. I don't think fa- that Jesus was just like we have to. We have to envision the what agony he was doing. of what he was doing. Oh, First of agony all, for sure. He was knelt down. Okay, so he's on his knees, yes. probably face down, praying, praying, 
and it wasn't like, hey, Lord, here know, I am. This is this is you know, take this cup away from me because I'm really not. You know, that's 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 a pretty hard one to do. Right. But eh, no big deal. If it's your will, I'll do it. No, yeah. no, no, you guys. No, I think he was pleading. He was pleading like yeah. father. He didn't want to do it, but he but he was gonna do it if that's what the father wanted. He was gonna go through here it. Is a really good point. I don't think we've said this on the podcast, and you just made me remember it. To all those that think there is another way, mm. I think we said this, did we? If 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 you think there's another way. Other than God's way? Other than through Jesus' crucifixion and dying for you mm, on the cross. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If there was another way, why in the world would the father allow his son to go through to all go that? Through that? Guess what? There is no other way. There That's isn't. Why. There is no other way, Mm-mm. Oprah. There's no other way. Because why, again, think about yourself. If you're a father, we're mothers. Yeah. Would we even allow our child? Right. Would you give up your child? Would you child? say, well, Jesus, you know, there there are other ways, but I want you to do it this way. Right. There was no other way, you guys. There had to be a crucifixion. Yeah. There had to be shed blood to atone for the sins of the world. Yes. And God, Jesus himself. Right was the um was the sacrifice the perfect it had to be a perfect yeah it had to be without blemish without sin yeah see? that without proves sin. too that jesus never sinned mm-hmm. this also proves that jesus was in his flesh like we said last week mm-hmm. jesus never tapped into his supernatural power or else he yeah. wouldn't have been saying please take this away from me Right. Please, if you can, take this cup away from me. Because he is in the flesh. He's a yes. man at that moment, and he's pleading to the Lord. But he's going to do what the yes. Lord says, no matter what. Right. But he's still asking the question. Yeah. Don't you think that's what we do when we are in a dark hour and and we're, you know, we should be going to the Father, and we should be asking. Yes. You know, gosh, can you please take this away, Father? Uh-huh. But the important thing is that he said, but. But, If yes. it's not my will, but yours be done. Yes. Okay, because so he submitted. Some, right, because sometimes we have to go through the suffering. Mm-hmm. And we have said this before. We're not exempt from suffering on this earth. If Jesus went through everything that he did, I mean, we're not going to go through that same thing. Right. But he did that for us. But that doesn't mean that there's no suffering on this uh-huh. earth, that we're not going to walk through relationship issues or um, health or financial issues. Mm-hmm. You know, there's suffering on this earth because this this world is broken. Right. So. Right. So, yeah, he, again, that's that's proven that he was in his flesh and begging, mm-hmm. he was begging the father mm-hmm. to take the cup away because, and I also believe that this was the moment that Jesus, that the Lord, the father revealed to Jesus what he'd have to do. Because I know I said this before, 
because there's no way the father, just like with us, then he's like, okay, Naomi, I know you're only like six right now, but let me show you your whole future, what you're going to have to endure. Right. Right. No. He didn't do that with Jesus either. No. He didn't say, you know, now Jesus knew he was coming to, to die for the world. Yeah. Okay. But the, the, all the pieces that went with it. All the puzzle the pieces. The whippings and the thorns. No, and he, the, the Lord didn't reveal that no. to him. So this was a moment of like his flesh being like, Mm-hmm. Probably in shock and agony, and agony and um, anxiety, like we have. And oh, complete anxiety, uh, depression. Yeah, like um, dis- maybe some fear, fear being distraught. Yes. Can you see where all these things Jesus experienced experienced all those emotions that we have been yes. through? Because why did he do that? Because he did not tap into his own power. That's right. He lived the fleshly life mm-hmm. as God for us. Right, without sin. Yes, without, without sin. sin. And he did this for us, you guys. Not mm-hmm. just, so you have to think about that. He didn't just die on the cross as in a you know, crucifixion, death. He, he lived his whole life as examples for us. Right. Everything he did was an example mm-hmm. for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He could have, you know, kind of made it easy for himself but he didn't right so i mean this example is he's going to the father and he's praying Mm -hmm. that that was his first action yeah he didn't go to uh to anybody else he went first to the father Mm -hmm. now verse 43 we're going to just stop at 43 Mm -hmm. okay 43 says this then an angel appeared to him from heaven strengthening him yep that's the verse. That's the verse. Ugh. Because, again, he was in his flesh. Yeah. He was facing a tribulation. And God knows that we need supernatural strengthening at yes. some times. Yeah. And how I interpreted this and how it gave me comfort is going back to, like, Lord, please make me help me be faithful. Because... Those people that are martyred and, again, mm-hmm. that are tortured, mm-hmm. imprisoned, mm-hmm. Um, raped and beaten. Right. I mean, that right. happens. And I've always was like, oh, right. how do they do that? Well, just like the Lord sent an angel to Jesus to strengthen him, mm-hmm. he's going to do the same for us. Yeah, and let me just, because I, I shared this with you, that I have said this to my daughter Um, so many times because I firmly believe it and this scripture confirms it at least for me it confirms it Um, but her her being a cardiac ICU nurse you know she's seen a lot of death with COVID Um, you know she's on the code team so she sees you know she sees people die Mm -hmm. and it's so hard mm-hmm. to see all these people die, you know, yeah. and you just wonder, Lord, like, why Why do these people have to die? Mm-hmm. Why do they have to go through what it is that they've gone through? Because it's not just easy death. It's just not, you know, she's walked into a patient's room after they've been sleeping and then now they're gone. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, it's. It's worse than that, okay? And what I have said to her is, 
Today, you do not know what is happening in the supernatural in that room while you and all the other nurses, doctors, maybe even family members, what is happening? Mm -hmm. This verse says, then an angel appeared to him from heaven, strengthening him. Right. How in the world do you think you're getting through through helping people like this without the strength from an angel that has been assigned to you, which scripture does. I want to say in Ezekiel, it goes back and it, and it says we have at least two angels because it's angels plural. So there's at least two that the Lord assigns to us. You don't know what is happening in the supernatural with a patient, with the family, with the doctors. With There's stuff mm-hmm. happening that our human minds mm-hmm. cannot even wrap around. Mm-hmm. And so if, if that angel was there in that moment of agony mm-hmm. and distress for Jesus. Right. For Jesus, how much more so... Do we need to be strengthened? Right. And God knows this. God knows it. Yeah. So I just, when we read this earlier and I said, oh my goodness, Naomi, that scripture, verse 33, is such confirmation. Mm -hmm. Did I say 43? No, 33. Yeah, 43. 43. Um, Then an angel appeared to him from heaven, strengthening him. Jesus needed that strength. Uh Yeah. And... And we're going to keep reading, um, but it the Father came immediately. Yeah. The Father strengthened and gave him strength immediately. It wasn't right. at the end of all his prayers. So maybe go ahead and read. Okay. So, we can... so 44, it says, And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. Then his sweat became like great drops of blood falling down to the ground. That is scientific. Yes. That is that is a scientific fact that that can happen. Yeah. So his sweat turned it turned into blood. Should I go to 45? Yeah. Okay. 45 when he rose up from prayer, so that angel gave him the strength uh-huh. to rise up, which I love that. Do you see that. how it though it was a combination of the angel strengthening and Jesus's prayer? Yes. Together because Yes. If it would have stopped at 43 and Jesus would have rose up and went to his disciples, but that's not what happened. Right. He continued in agony, prayed more earnestly. Mm-hmm. Let that be a lesson that we, it's, it's combined with, with, with Jesus's or with the strength of the father or the angel or the Holy spirit. Right. We got a part to do too. Right. We have to ask and pray earnestly. Right, and we got to take action on that. Yeah, go ahead. So then in 45, it says, When he rose up from prayer and had come to his disciples, he found them sleeping from sorrow. Then he said to them, Why do you sleep? Rise and pray, lest you enter into temptation. Mm. And look at that. Look what Jesus was concerned about when he woke up. He was concerned about, about the them. disciples doing something bad. About that them. Was, it wasn't like rise and pray because I'm about to go get crucified. Yeah, no. Pray for me. No. He, he didn't even ask prayers no. for himself. No. He 
he was telling them to rise and pray so they weren't caught in sin. Right. Are you kidding me? I feel so selfish right now. (laughs) Seriously. Really? Yeah. He was, I mean, he could have said, uh, this, he could have said, um, why do you sleep? Yeah. Like I got something really bad about ready to, you know, right. happen Hello, to me. What I told you. Yeah. I told you, come on now, to me? pray that this doesn't happen to me. No, he wasn't, he wasn't self-centered on no, him. No, 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 no. He was worried that they would. Doesn't this make you love Jesus so much more? Yeah. This is I mean, what we're talking about, y'all, when you read the Bible this way. It just comes alive. It comes alive and it shows you who he is. And can can we just say what this process is of what we're doing? It's expository. Yeah. We're learning um, line by line, verse by verse. That's expository study. Yeah, you guys, we don't have any other resources in front of us no. but our Bible. We got our Bible. We don't have other The Bible, books. the Holy Spirit. We, yeah, when we come to do this, we, we grab our Bible. Yeah, absolutely. So, wow. Ah, uh, so hardships. Yeah, you guys. We've gotta. We've gotta. We gotta remember Jesus in in the hardships because, you know. We have to go. We have to go to the Father. Mm-hmm. We have to pray. We we have to we have to figure out what is God's will for us in those in those moments that And it's okay, like Jesus said, like Father, I don't want to do this. Like it's okay to voice that to the Lord and yeah. say, Lord, I don't I don't really wanna right. I don't wanna do this or right. I don't wanna endure this or I don't wanna go here or whatever it may be that you're right. facing. As long as you just submit and say, but, but Lord, I trust you that you know better than me. That's what Jesus was saying is like, Mm -hmm. Lord, I do not want to do this, but I fully trust you as my Lord Mm -hmm. of my life. Yeah. And that you know better than me and my ways are not your ways and my plans are not your plans. Right. And he submitted to the father's will. He did. That was a huge submit. Yeah. You know, I just think it's really interesting that, you know, as we talk about hardships and we see what Jesus did, why why is it that we get freaked out at times mm-hmm. over over things, you know? I guess that's right. because we're we're fleshy people, but our first thought needs to be I need to go to the right. Father. That's why I try to instill in my clients, especially those that deal with anxiety and panic attacks, what is your first thing that you do? Yeah. And it takes a little while to get them to that point. But right. I, my, the answer I'm looking for is I pray immediately. Yeah, because and I've see... I've heard them testi- their testimonies be like, yeah, like 30 seconds later, I'm fine. Well, because again, I mean, they're focusing on what they need to focus on, the Lord. Yeah. And they're getting their mind off their off their hardship. Off their depression, off the, off the anxiety, off the panic attack. And you're inviting the Lord in your storm. Yeah, you're, He's not going to force His way in and be like, "Oh, my kid over there needs to be rescued." 
Just like I bring out the story in Mark 6 where Jesus is standing on the land and he's seeing the disciples straining at rowing because the storm's coming. Right. He did not go. It was actually at the third watch of the night that he got a little closer. Mm. <laughs> so he's, you guys, he's not going to, he's not going to force his way in your life. No. Nope. Meaning nope. he's not going to force his way into your storms. Nope. We have to want to invite him and then we have to speak that out in prayer. Yeah. Just like Jesus did. Like, Lord, I don't want to do this, but mm. I will if that's what your will is. Yeah. And he strengthened him. Yeah. And we, we can't do tribulations and trials with our own might. No, we cannot. We can't fight in our marriage for with our own might. No. And I, let me just, let me, to that point, let me say something. Because I really believe that God is a God of relationships. And we cannot do those trials in life by ourselves. Right. That's why you have to have people. Mm-hmm. You have to have very close trusted friendships and family that you could rely on you cannot do things on your own you're not meant to the lord doesn't want you to do it on your own and i completely understand and can relate to the clients that say but i've been hurt too much absolutely i've been there i've been abandoned i have been rejected um, rejected i have been betrayed i have been hurt that i am now have a hard shell around my heart and i'm not gonna let anybody in that's right but that's not the what the word of god says god god did not say okay after you've been hurt about three times yeah i'll allow you to not have a relationship with anyone else right. and you'll be fine right that is not no that's what you're doing but that's not what the word says so right. you have to trust that god will bring good people in your life and there's always purpose i always have my clients say okay looking back at those relationships where those people left you or abandoned you or betrayed you what did you learn and how did it change your character well i i'm more cautious well that's actually a good thing isn't yeah it? yeah it's guard your heart thing. i'm cautious now guard your heart i know i can see the red flags in people that's okay. a good thing yeah um i i now don't like uh a jump in and attach to people so quick Good. That's a good thing. Good. So there are things that you learned that you've had to experience yeah. so that the next relationships will be healthy. Yeah. I experienced that myself, you know, um, with a particular friendship and, and it was it was uh very hard and um it was just it was just ugly and um you know that would that would have normally if i was not in christ mm-hmm. shut me down to just say you know what i do not need anybody else in my life right. i do not need any friends i do not need anybody that's a lie it's a lie from the pit of hell right because that's what the enemy wants he doesn't yeah. want you to have yeah. good people surrounding you uh-huh so I, I've you know one little practice that you can do that I'm having a client do is I said I want you to write down every lie yeah. that you believe that you know is not true. Yes. And then I want you to lift that up to the Lord and give that to yes. Him and not take it back. 
Right. Write down all the lies you believe that you know are not true. Mm-hmm. That's a good exercise. Yeah. Very good Pray exercise. Pray that back to the Lord and say, Lord, take this lie, this mm-hmm. lie, and just give it to him. Yeah, remove it from me, and I am not going to go back to right. it for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Yeah, so hardships, you know, hardships, they're going to happen in this lifetime, but boy, we have we have the one that we could go to to help us with that. What an example Jesus is. Yeah, he sure is. And I mean, this whole prayer in the garden, so intense. Right. And he had such faith in the Father. And I mm-hmm. think that's an example that he wants us to have is that, that full surrender faith in the Father. Yeah. And just like we said on the last podcast, don't make Jesus have to rebuke you. Oh, for my having goodness. Any, for having any unbelief or doubt. Yeah, let's even, not do we that. We can't even have unbelief that God can't do this for us because that's doubting. Mm-hmm. If Jesus, again, an angel was sent to him to strengthen him, we must believe that the Lord will do that, will do that. He can and he will do that for us as well in our time of trial. Can I just make a side note here? How many times have you, like something has happened to you, I don't know, a flat tire or something just wasn't going well. Maybe you just left the bank because somebody's hacked your account or just something, something obscure has happened. And then right after that, something good happens. Mm-hmm. You know, like somebody said, you're in the grocery store, somebody ends up saying a really kind word to you, or you're in the drive through at Starbucks and the person uh, ahead of you buys your coffee. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's not a coincidence. No. The Lord is just trying to throw you a little something to say, yeah. I'm here, I see what is happening. Yeah. Please come to me. Right. Because he cares about all the little details. He does. Can I just say, side note, how many times people have bought me coffee in the the Starbucks drive-thru? Not kidding. Really? Yes, I am not kidding. That doesn't happen to me, but I don't go to the Starbucks drive-thru. So maybe I should start doing that. Or (laughs) any other little... Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's so nice. It, it is nice. It's like, <laughs> wow, that made my day. Yeah. But then I, sure. then what I'll do is I'll end up buying the guy behind yeah. me, you yeah. know, because I mean, I'm not just going to yeah. drive away. It's kind of fun, actually, if you guys have It is. Away. It's very fun to see somebody. I remember being in an ice cream line. And it was a long line, you know, so we're all, and so I, I had as quietly as I could because it was not a drive through. Yeah. It yeah. was one of those where it was like, it was down in Main Street. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to pay for them. Yeah. <laughs> was free, yeah. You know? And so she's like, oh, so thank goodness she like got it right away and wasn't like, what do you want to do? Right. <laughs> yes. Um, but we tried to hurry up and scoot out of there, but then they kind of walked down the street and it was cute because they were just like <laughs> waving to us. Really? And saying thank you, but. That's awesome. It is. It does feel good to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we've talked about the prayer in the garden, hardships. Yeah. Find your we, strength in the Lord. Yeah. Find yeah. your strength in the Lord. That's good. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, until our next podcast. Okay. See you later. Goodbye. Bye.
Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated Truth Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.